Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. 1137, welcome back in the zone. Justin Acre West, more Coach Kelly is here, courtesy of Bowen Hefley Orthopedics and the Wizard. Holding it down as we are on Thanksgiving Eve. I can't believe that's tomorrow, but it is. Michael Felder knows it's Thanksgiving. This is like his Super Bowl. He is joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. We're going to talk some ball, but Michael, anything unique on the side dish front this week? No, man. We're just going to have, you know, some, the regular amount of fun. I mean, mac and cheese, collard greens. We're going to have the mashed potatoes with the giblet gravy. I got my um, turkeys are already – I got a couple turkeys injected. I got some friends picking them up. Uh, this afternoon and tomorrow morning after the turkey trot, and then I'm going to cook another couple birds in the morning on Thursday, and we're ready to rock and roll, man. I got um, I think I'm going to make a red velvet cake later today, oh, but baby. we are in business. Red velvet cake on Thanksgiving, that is a nice, unexpected treat. Yeah, and I, like I got to make, um, I'm going to make some rolls. I got this. I got this wild hair in my in my up, up my behind that I was I think I can make rolls like the be, a better a better way to make rolls is going to be a modified version of my um, normal you know Amish white loaf. Okay, well you have to tell me how that comes out. I'd be interested in that. I like I like a good roll now. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk a little bit of football. Let's start with some bad news, Michael. What the hell happened in North Carolina last weekend? I mean, the same thing that we've been waiting to see happen to them all season long. Like, they're not good on defense. They get out to a 17-point lead, and then they just – if the offense can't bail them out, and I think Drake May, Drake May said as much, too. He's like, we, we, we let them down. We didn't, we didn't score the way we had been scoring. And the defense just is not good. And Georgia Tech kind of screwed into um, their inability both through the middle and their inability to get lined up, and they found opportunity, which is how you win, 21-17. Hey, listen, if you score 21 points in a college football game and win – the other team did something wrong because the whole entire system is set up for you to score at least 28, 30 points. Yeah. Or if you scored 21 and you played Iowa, you probably won by 17. Um, yes, this is true. <laughs> let's, let's talk about the big game this week. Michigan-Ohio State, and people I, I trust, like Coach Kelly here, Clint Sterner, who's coming up in a few minutes, they are increasingly questioning Ohio State. What do you think of the game, and how confident are you that Ohio State is the second-best team or maybe even the best team in America? I'm very confident. And I think Ohio State, I I love the um, demeanor is a word I'd use, but I also love the makeup of this team. I love their approach to games where they spend time working on things. And that's why their first half in the last few weeks have looked the way they do, because they're focused on, hey, we're going to, Forced us, we're going to force ourselves to run the football. We're going to make football hard for ourselves. It's um, it's very, it's very, it's it's like um, I don't know if you know a lot about track or swimming or whatever, where you're not, they're not playing against the opponent. They're playing against themselves. And when they come to Michigan, they'll be playing against an opponent. But for the rest of their, a lot of their schedule, they're not playing against somebody else. They're playing against themselves. So you make yourself work on the breaststroke, or you make yourself work on your start when it comes to track, or you make yourself work on your kick. If you're a guy that runs the 400 or the 800, you make yourself work on that to prove what you can do. And then if you have to fall back on, and for Ohio State, if they have to fall back on, you know what, let's go five wide and let's throw it around, and these guys have no ability to stop us, we'll fall back on that. 
But we do have to make ourselves work on running the football. We have to make ourselves work on C.J. Stroud not taking sacks for, you know, losing 12 yards on a sack, which has been, to me, one of their biggest bugaboos, and they've worked on it. So I think in this game what we're going to see, we, I, I, when, we, this, when we turn this game on at noon, we will not see a slow start. We will see them, they're going to bring everything in the kitchen sink to the building. And I think that's going to be the difference between this game and whether it's Northwestern or or Indiana or whoever it is. I think that's going to be the difference in this football game. They're Talk- going to start hot. Okay. How about Notre Dame-USC? How many points will the Trojans score, and how many do they need to score to beat Notre Dame this weekend? Probably 40. That's- and I think that's a combination of wanting to score 40, which we've talked about before. And also just it's going to take their defense is going to give up 30 points. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> – you're going to have to score 40 to win, and I think they can do it. I love what they did a week ago, and I, I'd love to hear Coach Kelly's thoughts on this. Like The way they hit Jordan Addison in the backfield uh, to score a touchdown and had a linebacker have to cover him, and UCLA was completely discombobulated, Like they've got some really good play calling and some really good mismatch work happening. Yeah, I agree. I love I love the offense he's running. It's so creative in the run game and stuff. But, you know, backs out of the backfield are tough to guard, and, and you see more and more NFL teams putting those guys in the backfield and – and you'd think, well, God, there's a receiver in the backfield dead adjust, but they don't because they can't change yep. the component of their defense and the key of their defense at that moment. Now, you can plan for it and go, okay, he's going to guard him out of the backfield, but what are you going to do, bring a safety down and tell him to guard him? Well, that changes your whole, your whole whether you're running one high, two high, three, four, six, whatever you're doing, and that's just very, very difficult to do when you don't put them back there enough to go, here's what we're going to do. You know, we're going to completely change our defense, but you put them back there and you hide them, swing them out on a play. And I love what they're doing with him. And I think that makes them even more uh, difficult to guard. They show you a million sets, and then they move the parts around within those sets better than anybody. Yeah. I mean, I, I, for people that don't know, personnel packages are important in football. So if you're coming out in 10 personnel, one, one, one running back, no tight ends, or 11 personnel, uh, one running back, one tight end, 12 personnel, which is what this play came out of, 12 personnel, one running back, two tight ends, except the running back ends up flexed out wide. They're all by the numbers. You get Jordan Addison, the wide receiver there in the backfield. You get double tights to one side. You say Lay's going. They don't know what to do, and you, you just—it's just—it's a—it's they're—they're doing some innovative things that we've seen happen before. Parker Washington at, at Penn State also was in the same role. So I just—that's the part of of USC that I've really really enjoyed. I, I, and I think their defense has slowly gotten better in situational spots too. And at times against UCLA, they looked really bad, but at times they looked they looked pretty darn good. And I just don't think Notre Dame has enough creativity on offense or or the horses to yeah. be able to to be able to exploit them like some teams have been able to. I, I think US, UCLA really could make a good statement here. Too many points? You think five? Oh, God, five? Yeah. yeah, for me, easy. It's an easy. It's an to easy me, USC to ride. Me, that's one of my favorite ones out there. Like U- USC. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, what is it right now? Five and a half or something? Five and a half. Yeah. Oh, I, I just think USC it's, by touchdown. Yeah, I think it's too easy. I don't think Notre Dame can keep up scoring wise, but. I think I think it'll be a little lower scoring game than some people think it will be. You said forty, that's low for them, huh? <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, total to total of the game, I think USC's yeah. defense shows up a little better. Okay, how about South Carolina pulling off back to back upsets? They got Clemson this, this week. Is, I am intrigued by this game in a in a wild way. Especially, I'm back home in North Carolina, so for people that don't know this, North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina is in. NC State, Appalachian State, South Carolina, and Clemson when it comes to foot, college football. Like, I would put those four teams at the peak of who people root for here. 
I throw East Carolina in there. And, yes, I have not said UNC. My, the school that I went to have not said UNC because most UNC fans do not – they don't they don't care about college football. So, I think that Clemson, South Carolina is going to be a big deal here in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. It's also going to be a big deal when it comes to figuring out, you know, Clemson is – they got their back against the wall. They're sitting at eight right now. They're sitting at eight. The good thing for them is they get to play a game when Alabama doesn't get to play a game against the UNC team that if they win this weekend, UNC should be number, what, 15, especially if Notre Dame goes down. And so we're looking at a, a, a spot where UNC, like, or excuse me, Clemson has the opportunity to still be at least, they're within striking distance on the outside looking in. But if, US, if, if, if USC loses, if LSU loses, Clemson's going to be running around like, hey, man, come on, put us in. We've been there. Let's do it. So I think that Clemson, if we could just hyper-focus, I don't think that they fall, you know, for the banana in the tailpipe that Tennessee fell for, which was basically U.S. South Carolina, Tennessee, Tennessee. They spread them out. And the thing they did that was different, and I loved watching it, the thing they did that was different to Tennessee was they spread Tennessee out to get inside. They spread them out wide, got them, got all these huge splits, did the whole deal, and they didn't do it the way, the way that Tennessee does, which is play on the edge, play on the periphery. What they did was get guys inside. You look at those these touch, a couple of the touchdowns they had, they're guys that are lined up wide, and all it takes is they took guys out of the box, they moved guys out, and then they got underneath or they got right behind guys, and they were able to hit up that middle. And I thought that was really it's a beautiful game plan. And it was a, it's a game plan that they needed. They, they got a win that, that, that certainly um, creates confidence in what Beamer and the rest of the staff is doing. Morning, officers. What y'all, the second team? We're the first team. Yeah, we're not going to fall for a banana in the tailpipe. Hmm. You're not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe? <laughs> it should be more natural, brother. It should flow out like this. Look, man, I ain't falling for no banana in my tailpipe. See, that's more natural for us. You've been hanging out with this dude too long. I didn't know if everybody got the reference, Michael, but I had to drop it in there. I really appreciate you bringing that up. That's why you're the best. <laughs> Buddy, have... Oh, my God. I love that movie. Oh, I do, too. Right, let me ask you one question. There's are another not, one Are you coming. not worried a little bit about South Carolina coming off of that big win and being in a little bit of a letdown situation? It's, I mean, Clemson's already a big game for them always, but coming to coming off that 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 Tennessee win, man, it'd be tough to, tough to get back up for Clemson this week. You not worry about that at all? I think they're juiced up. I think they show up at practice this week and they're 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 fired up. They're excited. Like you know, you got to spend Thanksgiving at, at 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 the school, but I think they're pumped. I think this is a team that's like, hey man, we just beat Tennessee. Why can't we beat these other guys? Let's go do it. Let's do it. Be- I think they're I think they're going to be juiced up. Beamer ball. I hope they beat Clemson. Michael, your turkey's going to be juiced up. I know that, buddy. Enjoy it. I appreciate you. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for everything this year. We'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Sounds good. This is my last thing for the day, and so I am about to crack open a nice ice-cold BL, and I am going to get cooking. All right, buddy. Very good. Enjoy it. See ya. Take it easy. Thank you.